love that song. I am a big time fan of 70s rock and roll. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to KDAZ, Albuquerque's Conservative Talk, 96.9 FM, 700 AM, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. You are listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie, and I am your host, Becca Marie. And I am here with my special guest co-host for the day, Sharon, my favorite registered nurse. So... <laughs> <laughs> How was that? That was awesome. I got a plug. That's funny. I have no drugs for you, okay? Oh, okay. All right, good. Oh, shoot. Anyway, so uh, how do you like my music selections? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, the Rolling Stones never get old. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, never I'm still like a... 70s rock Classic and roller. Rock. I really yeah, am. I just I think it's I think it could make a comeback. I really do. I've even had young people listen to my show and they love it. And it's like, oh wow. It's like, yeah, it's timeless music. How could you not love it? It's great. Anyway, so God, we've been talking about so much stuff today. We've gone from the Ukrainian war. We've talked about we've talked about medical tyranny. We've talked about brainwashing. We've just covered a lot of the bases, haven't we? We have. We have. The only thing we haven't touched on yet is aliens. Aliens. <laughs> and, you know, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Michael, which he's going to be running a commercial um, on my show, too, coming up here soon with uh, Agave Builders. Him and I were talking about something interesting yesterday. So maybe we, I might have Michael on at some point in time, and I'm sure I will. Him and I are both sci-fi fans. And I have a lot of people I know that are sci-fi fans, and I'm kind of kicking around this idea of like, uh, how about a little bit of sci-fi talk too? Sounds like a lot of fun. In the I know. meantime, to right. hold you and over. And especially if you take sci-fi and you, and you connect it with politics, because trust me, there is politics in sci-fi. Oh, I bet. Well, there's politics in Hollywood and everything that gets released into right. entertainment spheres. But um, to hold you over before that show, if you want to talk about aliens, is a different kind invading at our border. Yes, so. yes. Do you want to? Do you have something you want to talk about with that? Well, yes. Go I for mean, it. You know, as as uh, snappy as that just sounded and kind of mean, um, there are also children, you know, being trafficked over the border, uh, drugs being trafficked over the border that are killing people. Um, including, you know, those involved in the trafficking. <laughs> They're yeah. used as tools and then discarded. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to our border patrol that's not allowed to do their jobs right now. A lot of them are having a lot of problems uh, dealing and coping. Uh, there have been some deaths uh, regarding suicide and stuff like that. They've got the toughest job right now. They do. Law enforcement as a whole does, but... Uh, our border patrol not being allowed to do their jobs and then having to witness those really ugly things. But um, I call them illegal aliens because that is what they are. They are breaking the law, but the children do not have a choice in any of that. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to put that out there. No, I, I, the adults are the ones making the decisions. And these children, I, I mentioned this last week about some of these children that are coming over without parents. It's like, okay, how does that happen? Are, are these children really, are their parents just... Sending them off on their own to fend for themselves. I mean, oh. really, is that happening? The or are they being kidnapped? Own the people and the cartels own the kids. And they, the kids are being recycled for the purposes 
Um, if they're not trafficked off to U.S. customers, and I don't want to go too deeply into that, I can. the illusion is enough. Uh, they are being recycled for purposes of getting adults in, and they... I don't remember, I don't know if it has stopped or not, but they were doing DNA testing on the men and the children coming through. Uh -huh. um, and something like 35% had no familial ties DNA-wise from these adult men with the children they were bringing in. Yeah, does, do people not find that strange? Are it's they not, not just asking strange, questions? That's frightening. Yeah. That, that is just nightmare to me. Right. I, I don't know. I just, right. my maternal instincts kick, kick up Well, I, I, my mind just, just goes very, very quickly to the concept of that these children were kidnapped and they're being, they're being used and they're being brought in. Being used in all sorts of ways. Right. And our corrupt mm, commander-in-chief, whatever the heck you want to call him, is complicit in this because he's allowing it to happen. Well, our, our government is, this is a... <laughs> It's complicit avenues that are left open. So we're trafficking children. We're trafficking mm -hmm. drugs and children. I, I, there's no way around that. When you open up the avenues wide, our government is doing that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. And we talked about this a little bit earlier. And I, I didn't, uh, there was another place I wanted to think about too. Is you have people that some people, they think primarily with, feelings and things like that. And feelings are a good thing. They really are. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, we probably have a shortage of feelings nowadays in a lot of cases. But the thing is, is people can be co-opted through feelings. And, and like what the left will often do is they will put out this idea that, oh, well, you want to build this border wall and you want to keep these people that are suffering from getting into the country. You want to keep them out. Well, no, we want to keep the illegal trafficking out. And we want, we love for immigrants to come into this country if they're immigrants. But labeling somebody that's an illegal alien sneaking into the country as an immigrant, no, you're not an, you're not an immigrant. You're an illegal alien. All right. Here's another analogy, right, brought to you medically. You have a cell, right? And the cell has a membrane that keeps things out it, or it, it at least filters and evaluates what's coming into the cell, right? Same thing with a country. You can't just have everyone coming in without a filter because you will have the crime and the drugs and the, and the people being brought over are, are suffering. You know, mm -hmm. it's not an easy journey if you make it. it and then when you do make it, should we have to pay for your every need? Right. With our taxes? Is that fair to the taxpayers? It's, it's not. not. It's not. not we're when working we've got, hard over here. We are. We are. So there seems to be this total lack of concern for these children. And the thing is, is the left is, is playing these people with their feelings about how, you know, it's like, oh, it's wrong. It's, it's immoral to prevent these people from coming in. But the thing is, you're, you're, what you people don't realize that are having these feelings, and, and, and I commend you for that. It's like I, I have feelings about this too. Even though I am a conservative for the most part and I believe that laws should be upheld, and there's good reasons for that. I mean, we don't want to have our country invaded by people that are going to come here and do us harm. And we also don't want to enable crime. We don't want to enable crime, uh, drugs to come across the border. We don't want to uh, enable human um, trafficking. 
which if you don't know what human trafficking is, it can be in a number of things. It can mean children being brought over and being indoctrinated as slaves. It can mean people being brought over in indentured servitude. Basically, it's slavery in, in its purest form. And basically, these people are, are slaves to these cartels. And, and they're wearing these armbands and things like that. It's like these all have meaning. But so anyway, they're playing upon people's feelings. They're playing, uh, 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 they're playing upon the good hearts of people that have well, feelings I'm about glad you things. brought that up because, you know, I don't like kids in cages either, but let me point something out. Those cages could be saving those children. Yeah. Because when 35% of men coming across, like I said, with the DNA tests are not even related, what's going to happen to that child if you wet th let them through with mm -hmm. that adult? And then they just disappear into the country. They you don't know what happens to them. They disappear into the country just like kids go missing from the CPS system, by the way. Yeah. So kids. are they separating them from these questionable people? Yes, no. they are. And they oh. should. Oh, yeah, with the, with the stoppage. Yeah. That's right. right. But then those systems get overwhelmed, and they are not pleasant systems. And it's, it's substandard for any human. But yeah. so is that journey that yeah. their parents or whoever put them on. Yeah, and I'm so really questioning that's that, That's not too. our fault. Right. But I, I think those cages or those stoppage places uh, could be saving kids' lives. And I hate to say that because mm. the conditions are terrible. But then again, whoever sent them yeah. should have known that. It's entirely possible. So on the subject of children, there's a uh, proposed bill and by a Democrat senator in Maryland that could potentially allow for babies to be killed up to 28 days after birth. Now, this is no kidding. And I found this on redvoicemedia.com, actually. And with no legal consequences. Now, let me tell you why. It's, it has to do with verbiage of, of this supposed bill. And I was talking to a good friend of mine about this. But when it comes to the law, I was talking to her about a, a speeding violation she got. And how <laughs> she could probably get it dismissed simply by paying attention to the details. It's all about the details when it comes to the law and, and doing anything in court. But this is called a, it's called the pregnant persons, not, not, not to mention there's so many, th I'm going to talk about the things that are wrong with this, okay. First of all, the Pregnant Persons Freedom Act of 2022. This is the most ridiculous bunch of, uh, of PC garbage I've ever seen. It's like, okay, who gets pregnant? Women get pregnant, okay. Nobody but women get pregnant, okay? I got, I got news for people, okay, that only women have babies. Our, our, our technology has not come to the point of where a man can have a baby. Men just don't have babies. They don't. They can't. Okay, this is a very, At very... At least not human men. Yeah. When you do your alien segment, yeah, who knows may, what who will knows? come up? <laughs> who knows? Maybe when we talk about space aliens, maybe the men <laughs> give birth to babies. Who knows? Maybe it's some kind of weird, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, there's some flowers that are like, that, that self-inseminate themselves, right, basically. Right. And, and, and there's some insects, I think, that do that, too. Heck, there's some insects that I think switch genders, and there's, there's fish that... I, I don't know, all kinds of weird things that go on in the animal world. But anyway, we're talking about human beings here, okay? So women get pregnant, okay? So first of all, that's a stupid name for that act, okay? So anyway, it has language where it's talking about... Here's the problem, is with the language, Okay? 
terminate it, it says terminating or attempting to terminate the person's own pregnancy or experiencing a miscarriage okay well uh, okay or peri now maybe you know this term Sharon perinatal death related to a failure to act or stillbirth that word perinatal is the problem because apparently perinatal refers to a child up to about 28 days after birth it that term is what that term applies to yeah because natal is the birth time yeah and perinatal is the surrounding developmental right. and i guess they continue that post birth up to about 28 days from what up, i understand right okay so I'm not well-schooled on this. I'm right. a cardiac nurse, so I won't pretend, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. So basically what this law protects is it protects anybody from prosecution or, or being accused of wrongdoing if they terminate or attempt to terminate their own pregnancy or if they experience a miscarriage or if a death occurs perinatal related to a failure to act or stillbirth. Okay, so that tells me that up to 28 days after the birth of the child, let's say, for instance, if the uh, parent just abuses this child, doesn't feed them for 28 days and starves them to death, mm. or does any other number of acts uh, in which it results in the child's death, and it was clearly the parent's fault for the child's death. If it happens 28 days or less, potentially this law, if, if it gets read into exactly the way it says in the verbiage, that parent would not be held responsible. Well, that's just insane. Yeah, I know. Mm. I don't even want to look at that. Sorry. I, this, <laughs> I'm, but, just, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, I... Uh, but see, this is one of these things that I talk about. If you're not paying attention, mm -hmm. they slip this in right under your noses and you don't realize it. But this is evil. This that's is infanticide. really evil. Infanticide. It's totally infanticide. Yeah. You know, so... They're not only trying to push abortion up to birth, but now they're trying to push it to 28 days after birth, essentially making abortion okay up to 28 days after birth. Wow, and then you've got, if you throw into the mix there, uh, you know, postpartum depression and, um, you know, mothers giving birth that don't even have the means to take care of an infant, that's going to cover an awful lot of crimes that could happen. I mean, that's just yeah. insane. Yeah, so this article goes on to say that uh, the bill also proposes a revision of the fetal murder manslaughter statute that would serve to handcuff the investigation of infant deaths unrelated to abortion. In other words, this bill will effectively legalize infanticide. And I want to go on. It talks about the term perinatal. The term perinatal, it's not clearly defined in Maryland law. With the closest the state comes to defining the term comes in a separate 2020 law that reads, perinatal care means the provision of care during pregnancy, labor, delivery, and postpartum and neonatal periods, mm -hmm. which is up to 28 days. Or four weeks. I wonder how they came up with that number of days. It's the the days in the uh, the menstrual cycle as well. But I think they kind of like threw that out there. Why? That's would a good question. Twenty one. I'm just curious how they came to the twenty eight days. I'm sure they cite science somewhere, but that's just a little suspect to me. Yeah, I really don't know. Mm. But this this attack on children. It's this. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just always... It's enabling trafficking, it's enabling abortion, it's... Well, it's, it's the it's, objectification of a human being at its right. first entry into the world. 
Right. It's awful. And, yeah. and, and, you know, they're abusing children by, by making them wear a mask for no reason whatsoever. There's no scientific data at all that backs this up. Then they're abusing, I'm sorry, but they're abusing kids, telling them they're racists in the classroom. Right. You know, they're, they're abusing kids CRT. with the sexual education they're getting. They're, oh, by the way, someone got prosecuted in some state school system uh, for basically delivering... Uh, what would be porn to their students? The the parents went up against them, took them to court. Really? And, where did, and, this, and they did this happen in school Gosh, or where I, did this happen? I, I take in so much news. It was in too. some school system, in some county, in some state, and someone is actually going to pay for what they were bringing into the classroom. Uh, and the, and the, the judge agreed with uh, the prosecutor that it was indeed porn that was being delivered to these children. Wow. So I, it's not just the CRT that's a problem. It's their no. whole sex education and stuff. It's gotten out of control. No. So anyway, so I want to talk a little bit about, too, there was something I touched on, I think it was last week, I talked on, touched on this just a little bit. I want to touch on this a little bit more, and maybe you have something to add to this, too. But this whole concept of, we've been talking about this um, on Forbes, on the Forbes website, and they're talking about a national vaccine pass has quietly rolled out and red states are getting on board. Now, this is scary. Well, this is scary. Forbes, I, just be careful, you know. Like, I, I, I actually subscribe to the Forbes YouTube channel and they report on a lot of stuff. But sometimes I find them to be the enemy. Oh, no. This, uh, uh, trust me, this article is not friendly. This, exactly. is not, this is actually promoting this garbage. Okay. That's right. But yes. uh, when they say that the red states are on board, we, it doesn't mean that it's happened yet. Yeah. But I guess people are leaning. Uh, I will tell you that I will stop talking in a minute. But yeah. I do not think that any of these passports can stand with all the data that's coming out. If it doesn't prevent it from you from getting it and mm -hmm. it doesn't prevent transmission, what it comes down to is your own ability to protect yourself from maybe dying from it or not getting a, a very bad um, infection. Mm -hmm. if, if that's all it does, the passports cannot exist. Yeah, well, the thing is, is these passports, they're, they're also calling, they're, they've given them a name. They call them a smart health card. That makes them sound all nice, don't it? A smart health card. It makes oh, oh it's they're for loading your, it's your for data. Your, yeah. yeah, it's for your health. It's yeah. like my airline today. American Airlines let me know on my email that they have my, they have certain medical data. Right. Uh, that pissed me off. Well, as it, a nurse who's had to go it's by HIPAA laws for thirty years. Right. It's a violation of your privacy. It's 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 a violation of your privacy, which is protected by the Constitution and the Bill mm -hmm. of Rights. I wonder if they'll stick me in the bathroom because I don't have a an injection. You know, I'll be like I don't know the one in the bath. That's has not to really sit the, in the bathroom. Seat. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in the seat belt on that one. Yeah, either, they're going to start segregating. Is there us a seat belt on, on the toilet in the in the bath in the in the airplane? I don't think there, there is. There is not, and I have yeah. had episodes in there where there I got tossed be. around a little bit. Well, there should be. It's like I mean, what oh, if, that sounds bad. I mean, what <laughs> if you're what if you're really having a crisis and you're having a problem and you're mm -hmm. stuck in there in the bathroom and the airplane says oh well we're on final approach for landing and it's like oh my god i just i just can't finish my business here before we land it's yeah. like what am i going to do how am i going to strap in I've i think maybe there, they yeah. should have a seat belt on the toilet <laughs> well then people would stay in there too long i think <laughs> they get maybe. a little too comfortable <laughs> they'd be bringing cushions and all that <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and then, you know, yeah. Uh, anyway. And that so, could be used for the Mile High Club as well. You got to be careful. Do they have a Mile High Club for that? Uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, we probably shouldn't go there. <laughs> hey, this is entertainment. No, entertainment. I know, I know. Well, yeah, that's what talk radio is. We yeah. try to be informative and entertaining at the same time. <laughs> We got to laugh a little bit. We need yeah. a little bit of laughter nowadays because there's so many crappy things going on. It's like you got to laugh a little bit. I swear one day they're going to make those airplane toilets, vaccinated and unvaccinated toilets and stuff like that. That's oh, just like I a know. nightmare to oh, Well, me. I know. It's like it's like the it's like the things where you go into the bathroom sometimes and they have the they have the thing you can pull out and you can put it on the toilet so you can kind of little build a little nest on top of the toilet. <laughs> and 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 it's like, "Well, what are you afraid of catching?" I I've never heard of well, people do dribble because they stand up to pee. If everyone just right. sat down, I don't really know any outer ass cheeks that are. Oh, sorry, <laughs> outer butt cheeks that are like that, that are like not. swimming with <laughs> swimming with. Oh boy! Actually, I've heard that word said before on talk radio, so you might be able to get by with that one. You know what? It's a body part. It's a, bo a it nurse. is a body Maybe part. we can get away with it. Right. Sorry, and it's I'm from New York. It's it's a general vocabulary. I, and, you know. <laughs> I've, I've heard you on social media, and you're being very, very uh, well-behaved today. Am I really? Oh, today? You, today, oh you are. <laughs> One day out of the year. Well-behaved. Well-behaved. <laughs> anyway. How did we get there? I don't even know. It's like, oh, I don't know. Anyway. That, yeah. Yeah, but you, you were talking, since we're there, I mean, I was. Anyway, if people right, just, seen people if they do didn't that. stand known, up to pee, right, the seat would not like get dripped on. Right. I, I'm I, just, I just had to well, say I've, that. I've been holding that in for well, so many I, years. I know women that do that. And it's like, okay, you're supposed to sit down. It's mm -hmm. like, well, no, I don't want to sit down on it. It's like, and they'll, they'll, I'm sorry. Women just can't aim like men can. <laughs> they really can't. You know, women got a, men got you know, got a way of aiming. Right. They can Especially on pretty accurately. Yeah. Sorry, but. yeah, but you know, women, sorry, you're not good aims. You need to sit down on that toilet and get your business done. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, and then I find myself wiping off the toilet right. before I sit, right? Because right? I'm not going to get makes that you whole other... I've had to do that too. Because that piece of thing you put down, <clears throat> yeah. water comes right through It'll there. It'll just soak it up. Right. So yeah. I wipe off, uh, we're going off on a tangent, but I wipe <laughs> that off to sit down and I still wind up with like a little, I feel something and right. I'm like, great. I just took a shower. Now I use this public restroom and I'm, I'm tainted for the day. Yeah. And now I got stuff all over my backside. Terrible. Yeah. I terrible. know. It's terrible. I know. <laughs> it's terrible. We knew you, you wanted to discuss this today. I had no idea we were going to go there anyway. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, so, uh, yeah, I think we were talking about smart health cards, the, the oh. so-called Vax passport. Okay, so apparently, I, I'm reading this in this Forbes article, and like I said, and like you said, Forbes is definitely not a right-wing publication. This is a left-wing article I'm looking at. But one thing I've said numerous times is I watch it all because in order to know the enemy, you got to watch. You got to read what the enemy's well, doing. Well, they do put it all out. I will say that yeah. they they give a voice to the the senators that are on our side and stuff. But the way they slant it once in a while, it's very uh, New World Order. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it says here that uh, there is already an impressively widespread availability of smart health cards in the U.S. More than 200 million Americans can now download. Also, you can download it, you can print it, or you can store your vaccination records as a QR code. And I imagine, you, yeah, you can put it on your phone. You can put it on your phone. What's going to happen is they don't even have to have our data. All of the people that are proud vaccinated are yeah. going to enroll, and those who are not enrolled it'll be assumed that you don't have 
the shot. Right. So they don't even have to monitor us. And I, I believe what they'll try to do, you know, that real ID we have for our driver's license now? Yeah. Eventually, this will be folded in. Of course it will. And all attached. Of course it will. It'll be folded in with your health records. It'll be for, uh, folded in with your, your social credit score. Yeah. You've heard well, about that one, right? Well, yeah, China yeah. does it. Right. China's already doing it. I mean, of course, they're a communist country, right? And it's like, of course... Joe would love to be more like China. But anyway, so, yeah, they're going to fold that in. They're going to fold, fold in your social credit score, which I'm doomed if they fold in my social credit <laughs> score because when they look at my Facebook account, I am going to get a big fat zero, and I am not going to be allowed to do anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be allowed to. They'll probably use Facebook to rate you. They probably will. I mean, that'll it's be like, the, okay. that's why we need to get off. Yeah. Are you going to be on Truth Social? I finally got a if, number. If, I'm if waiting they, in the queue. If they ever make it available... Well, did you get a number at least? No. How do you get a number? Well, I, I couldn't get it. We should talk about this for a second, but yeah. Truth Social, you well, know, we got to get off Facebook. We got to get off Facebook, guys. So, you know, I signed up for it and it, I, I thought there was something wrong with the system. It just wouldn't, I think that what they're doing is they're vetting all these email addresses to make sure you're not a bot yeah. and everything. No, and then sense. they're finally giving you a number that you wait for in the queue in order to create your profile. Okay. How so do you get that number? You just keep trying to create your account. And one so, of the times you do it, because I was getting really frustrated, I talked to friends. What kind of phone friends. do you have? That, that I have an nicely, iPhone, unfortunately. That, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. that's totally yeah, smashed. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I will never get an iPhone again, by the way. Easiest phone to Yeah, they're terrible. Um, infiltrate. Yeah, I have a Galaxy, and they do not have the social, the Truth Social app for, for Android yet. Okay. It's not available. You search for it in the App Store, it's just not there. Okay, got it. Well, or the Play Store is what they call it, I think. And, and, and very few Apple, people I know like have gotten store. on to make their account yet. They're kind yeah. of waiting in the queue with a number. And I finally got my number the other day, and I thought, okay, we're making pro- progress. I almost gave up, which is not a good sign. Yeah. Um, so, waiting. And well, they I, need to roll it out. I don't know why they're making it available to people with iPhones, not people with Androids. Well, I, I think that uh, I, I don't even know how it's happening, to be honest with you, because of, after what they did to that other, what was the name of that? Um, before Getter, before the one they took down. They took down off the App Store. Really? That everyone was on. They moved from Twitter to it, and then they took it down. Oh, I know what you're talking Parler. about. Parler. Parler. I think so it's I'm back, though. I'm surprised that Truth Social is even allowed to operate. Like, I don't know how they're getting by with any of that, but Well, you know, I think there's another happening. way to get around that, too. I think what you can do is you can basically make the app available on your website and bypass the the okay. whole concept of the app store and all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure you can do that. Yeah, I'm not that so, educated yeah, so they in the can tech do that. Realm. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I think Parler did that when the when the app store and, and the play store and everything took them off. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they did. So anyway, so we're going to take our last break here and then we're going to go into our, our final 30 minutes and uh, we'll be right back. Agave Builders is a family and veteran-owned, licensed, and insured GB98 construction company. 
I'm Michael Eustace, along with partner Ron Lucero. We specialize in helping disabled veterans obtain grants through the VA and nonprofit companies to remodel their homes. We can also handle all of your building needs, from small jobs to commercial buildings. We are also a premier American walk-in tub dealer. Call us at 505-385-6680. Also find us at agavebuildersnn.com and follow us on Facebook. Ribs Barbecue in Cedar Crest, New Mexico believes all positive things derive from freedom, liberty, and choice. Ribs is the conduit for heroes just like you. Go to ribsbbq.com and find carnivore contraband to support the fight against the crony global elitist. Ribsbbq.com. For hard-to-find used car or truck parts? Looking for honest general mechanics work at affordable prices? Call my friend Joe at Southwest Auto Recyclers. Serving New Mexico for 30 years, veteran-owned and operated at 4025 Broadway Boulevard, southeast in Albuquerque. Call Yeah, that's a good song. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You are listening to KDAZ, Albuquerque's Conservative Talk, 96.9 FM, 700 AM, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. And I want to mention uh, ways that you can ta contact me as well. If you want to interact with me, you want to interact with the show, you want to send me comments, suggestions, you can email me at Becca Marie. N M that is B-E-C-C-A-M-A-R-I-N-M at gmail.com. I love emails. I love comments and suggestions. If you email me, I promise, I will read your email. I will respond to you. And if you have something really good to say, I will mention it on the show. Anyway, some people have even called into the radio station and left voicemails for me. I love it. It's great. Anyway, so <clears throat> we've been talking about all kinds of stuff today, and I'm here with my good friend Sharon, the registered nurse. That's what I keep calling her, Sharon, the registered nurse. And uh, by the way, you heard my, I, have I currently have three, three advertisers, three sponsors for this show, and you heard them all right in a row, one after the other. You heard Ribs Barbecue, in which we had Asa in here just a little while ago, joined us for an hour, and he had a really good time, and I'm sure he will be back. And you heard uh, the commercial, by the way, let me, let me plug all of these guys while I have a moment. Ribs Barbecue, I've been going there for a couple of years now at least. I live in the East Mountain area, but I'm telling you, it's worth the trip from Albuquerque to go there. The atmosphere is wonderful. The staff is wonderful. You'll see faces everywhere, which is wonderful. The food is wonderful. I highly recommend the pulled pork, which is really excellent. And of course, they're named ribs, and their ribs is like the best anywhere. And also, I, I often get their ribeye steak when I go there, which I absolutely love. So go to Ribs Barbecue, ribsbbq.com, and check them out and go there. They're open today until like 8 or 9 o'clock. They got a bar right next door too, which is part of their restaurant, which is good to go hang out. They're open a little later than the restaurant. 
Anyway, and then there's Southwest Auto Recyclers. And my friend Joe there, the, how I got hooked up with him is I have an old 2005 Ford Escape that I bought brand new. And I've been running the hell out of it for ever since I bought it. And I had 350,000 miles on that Ford Escape. It's a testament to Ford Escapes, I'm telling you. And it had like virtually no problems at all. And then at 350,000 miles, the engine finally just gave up and blew up and it was done. And so it sat in my yard for like two years and it's my work vehicle. It's, it's my workhorse. I drive it most of the time. And so I thought, gosh, it's like I really can't afford a brand new SUV because I don't know if you guys have shopped for SUVs lately, but it's like the price is outrageous. Mm -hmm. Um, just a Ford Bronco the other day, I was talking about this, it was $85,000. It's like, who can afford that? I mean, that's, that's a house payment, you know? And so anyway, I thought, well, maybe I can, I can get my escape going again. So I talked to Joe down there at Southwest Auto Recyclers, and they're a junkyard, among other things, and also they do auto repairs of all kinds there. And I bought a fairly low mileage used engine. He installed it. He got it all working good, um, and it's it's got a second life now. It's great. It's it's yeah. I drive it around all the time now. I figure I'll probably drive it around for the next ten years. Who knows? And um, and then my good friend Michael Eustace over at Agave Builders, really really nice guy. He's also running for political office, and I think he's going to run some campaign ads too. And I'm going to have him on my show here pretty soon. And we can talk about all kinds of stuff. And he's a big sci-fi fan like I am, too. So we're going to talk about sci-fi and have a lot of fun with that. And his business is called Agave, Agave Builders. Builders. And they do a lot of things for veterans. They, they, you know, they, they do these projects where they fix up houses for veterans. And they do a lot of, of, veteran, of uh, charity-type work, helping out veterans. So, so it's, like, it's great. They do a lot of great community service type work and they're regular builders too so if you need a little or even a little job or a big job or whatever it is they do any any kind of job from little to big uh give them a call really great guy and i highly recommend him so i've got wonderful advertisers they're all people i personally endorse so i just wanted to put that out there anyway so to finish up the last little bit of our show here i wanted to talk a little bit about this I don't know if you guys have seen this, these predictions for the world in 2030. Now, this all has to do with what they're doing to all of us. And while Sharon's here, I thought maybe she could cover it. We'll just go through these pretty quick because, gosh, it's amazing how quick three hours goes by, it isn't does. it? It has been a great time, though. I know. You do an excellent job, by the way. Oh, well, I, thank you. I had a much better time than the, uh, the other station I came on with. Oh, the other station, <laughs> yes. I mentioned the other station sometimes. I never mentioned we their name. We were so rudely interrupted. We yeah. had such a great harmony going on. We did. But anyway, we had a great we'll show going leave that Leave that behind. Yeah, <clears throat> that, was, that was a bad experience. But I'm glad, to, I'm glad we got to do this again and got to do it right. So, on the first of these eight predictions, all products will have become services. Okay, now you've heard this thing where they've talked about you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Mm. Uh, Schwab was talking about that. Of course, oh, yeah. he's got all the money. He has everything Some he wants. Some people are calling him the most dangerous man alive. I think I agree. Him and Bill Gates. Yeah. I mean, they're both horrible people, and, and they've both got this agenda they're 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 like they're like this character that you'd see from like a sci-fi movie in which they want to conquer the world, mm. you know, kind of like Ming on Flash Gordon or something, where he wants to take over everything. He wants, and it's not about the money; it's about the power. They want to own everything. They want to control everybody. They want to, or like Darth Vader, you know. It's like, yeah, just 
evil people. Yeah, fentanyl has nothing on power, the grip of power addiction. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're saying here, I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliances or any clothes. <laughs> Why? Like, does, does the government come in and clothe you? I, I, who knows? In the morning? Shopping is a distant memory in the city of 2030 whose inhabitants have cracked clean energy and borrow that what they need on demand. Okay, that all sounds really, really great. It's, it's what you would call a utopian society. Now, I'm a Star Trek fan. I'm a sci-fi fan. Now, in, in the world of Star Trek, Admittedly, in Star Trek, they have reached that point. But, okay, I want you to wake up, people. We're not at that point. Okay, we don't have limitless clean energy. We get the majority of our energy which to power all the things that you love to have. It powers the lights in your house. It powers, it actually powers the car you drive around to get around places. It powers everything. And we're getting the majority of that from fossil fuels, nuclear, and we've got a few hydro plants, and, which are great, but you can only build so many of them. I mean, there's only so many rivers you can dam up, and, and of course, there's so many regulations in place right now. I don't think anybody could ever build a dam anymore. I mean, even though they really are green. Yeah. You know, hydro is very green. But see, the thing is, with the windmills and the solar, that is... And, and I'm probably dig into the numbers in, in this in another show at some point in time, but think about this, okay? Think about the energy, which probably comes from fossil fuels, that it takes to manufacture windmills and the, the solar panels and all the materials and the rare earth materials that go into building solar panels. All of that stuff, which a lot of that comes from China, but <clears throat> all of that stuff requires energy. And you're so concerned about uh, CO2 and things like it. Think about all the CO2 that goes into the atmosphere to produce these things, which probably will never, ever in their lifetime make up for the amount of CO2 that they've put into the air to produce them. So, but there are, the thing is, the truth of the matter is, there are clean ways to burn coal. There are, clean, there are modern ways to build nuclear power plants. Ant Thornton and I were talking about that when I when he was on with me. These portable nuclear power plants, very modern, very efficient. Yes, Ant Thornton is my candidate for lieutenant governor. I love Ant Thornton. He is. So, did you listen to the show that he was on with? I me? got to listen to some of it, and then I was uh, called into a patient shift. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Listen to the whole show. I if would you get love a to plug my my trio, but I won't. You want to? Well, for governor, uh, Jay Block. I okay. don't think anyone else can beat you can Michelle. Say, you can Christian. say who you, you, you back. You can yeah, do that. Yeah, I personally... Yeah, you're just my guest. Back Jay Block. I don't think yeah. anyone else can beat her. Him, uh, you I mean? love his platform. You mean him? No, Jay Block. I don't think anyone else can beat her. Michelle Lujan Grisham. Oh, oh okay. The okay. tiny tyrant. The tiny tyrant. Yeah. Yes. Somebody needs to the take, chubby take her the, out of office, and yes. it's vital. Yes, it is. Our it state, is vital. Our state is so beautiful, we gotta get but rid it's, of her. it's riddled with problems. Totally, totally. His platform is great. He has a lot of actionable mm. plans. And anyway, yeah. I don't want to get too much on well, that. Well, and, and, and on that subject, what you can do is you can go into my... Uh, website. I love that you're covering all of the candidates. Yes, That's I'm trying awesome. to. I'm trying to get Absolutely. so that everybody can get to know them. That's oh, my yeah. goal. It, you know, over and above the standard campaign speech, which you don't really learn all that much. I actually had both Jay and Greg Zanetti and Aunt Thornton on my show for the entire three hours, and they were my guest co-hosts, and we just we just talked about stuff. 
for three hours. Oh, wow. And so it was really, really a great way for you to get to know them. So anyway, if you go to my website, freedomspeakwithbeccamarie.com, and go to the radio replay link on that, you can listen to all of those shows in their entire, and I highly suggest you do it. If, you, if you're a voter that wants to get to know the candidates better, that is why I did that, so that you can get to know them better. And please register up so you can vote in the primaries. I had to go and choose a party. I've been an independent for a long yep. time, but please register up. Yeah. Whichever way you have to, to vote in the primaries. Yes. Please. We yes. need your vote there. Yes. As, as I said the other day, your vote is your voice and you have to participate because if you sit on the sidelines and complain, things are not going to get better. And we've got some great candidates to choose from. Honestly, I would be happy if any of the ones that are running got selected and I will fall totally behind any one of them that gets selected. I've got my I've got my preferences too. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that though since I'm, I'm the show host. Um, but at some point I probably will. But anyway, not right now. Okay, Sharon, you want to say goodbye because Sharon's got to leave. She's got a plane to catch. Unfortunately, I would <laughs> never fly in a commercial airplane, but she's got to. And thank you, Sharon, for coming on today. Well, thank you for having me. And yeah, I'm only flying so that I don't waste seven or eight hours on the road visiting with someone important to me. It's but, a long uh, trip. I'm ready to mask up. Long, oh <laughs> long distance relationships. Thanks so a lot fun. for having me. It's been an awesome time. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye, Sharon. Anyway, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through these last things. I've got, uh, I don't know, I think I've got about 10 or 15 minutes left. So I'm going to go through these things. <laughs> that I've got on the predictions for the world in 2030, which are uh, pretty scary, I think. Number two, there is a global price on carbon. Okay, so according to this, China took the lead in 2017 with a market for trading the right to emit a ton of CO2, setting the world on a path towards a single carbon price and a powerful incentive to ditch fossil fuels. Okay, the thing is, we're not ready to ditch fossil fuels just yet. I would. I think it would be great. I. I'm. I. I would like to see green energy as much as any of the rest of you out there. I really would. And it's. I think it's going to come. But the thing is, in order to develop these technologies that are going to provide this green energy, and we're going to be able to live in the utopian world like Star Trek, which I think would be awesome, and which nobody needs any money. Everything is just. Everything is just available to you, and you. It, we're not there yet. We're just not yet. What's What's going to happen is, is these global elitists, which actually their their motives have a lot to do with power. Want to control what you're doing. Controlling CO2, I mean, that's just yet another way to control, control us and control our freedom. You've got, you know, we're gonna, we're, they're going to be controlling the CO2. They're going to give you a, a digital passport. They're going to control what you're able to buy. They're going to be able to control where you're going to go. They're going to be able to control every bit of money that you spend on anything. They're going to be able to control your bank account. And all of this just fits right into that agenda. So trust me, Green energy is wonderful, and it will happen. But in order for it to happen, we need to be able to finance the research and the development that goes into creating these technologies. Someday we might have fusion power. I, I, there are actually strides being made towards it. A good bridge towards that, in my opinion, is a clean, safe nuclear plant. We could build a lot of those small nuclear plants. There are ways to safely get rid of the waste 
and it would be a good temporary stopgap. And then there are ways to clean coal, to burn coal cleanly. There are ways to use natural gas. There are efforts right now, they're, they're passing stuff in state of New Mexico in which they're pushing towards this hydrogen thing. <clears throat> the problem with hydrogen, I did a little research on this too, and I, I highly suggest you all research this too. We're really not ready for this either. There are technologies on the horizon for separating hydrogen from water, but it's not quite there yet, and the current technologies being used to do it are dirty, they're inefficient, and they're very uh, energy intensive. So once again, it's one of those things where it, it kind of defeats the purpose if you're using so much energy to break the hydrogen off from the, from the water. And I can tell you a little bit of how that process works. I know how it works. After all, I'm an engineer. So anyway... What you do is it's a process, uh, the most common process is a process called electrolysis. Okay, you run electrical current through the water and then what it does is it frees the hydrogen atoms from the, the O2 and the hydrogen just kind of bubbles up to the top and, and you can capture it. Unfortunately, it uses a lot of electricity to do that. I've done that myself and tried it. It's kind of fun. And it's like, yeah, it, it works. But it uses more power than it creates. And so that is the example of a power source that is not any good. You know, same thing with fusion power right now. They can generate fusion power from what I understand, but it, cre it, it requires more energy to create the fusion power than the fusion power creates. So the, go the, the goal is, is to come up with a net, uh, a net gain of any kind. And until you have that, you don't have a viable power source. So number three, U.S. dominance is over. We have a handful of global powers. Okay. Nation states will have staged a comeback, writes Robert Moga, research director at, and I can't even, re I can't even pronounce this word, Igarape Institute, instead of a single force of a handful of countries. The US, Russia, China, Germany, India, and Japan, chief among them, show semi-imperial tendencies. So I don't know about you, but as an American, would you rather live in a country that's the most powerful country in the world? I would. I mean, I would rather live in the most. Why would you as an American want to weaken America's influence over the rest of the world? Matter of fact, the United States has been a positive influence for the world for as long as it's existed. It's been a, it's been a, a beacon of shining light in the darkness for other people. That's why we've got people trying to sneak across our border. That's why we have the problem with illegal aliens to the, for part of it anyway, with the exception of the drug cartels and other, other evil forces that want to get into this country for other reasons. So anyway, that's why people come into the country. So farewell to hospitals, hello home, homespittle. They're calling it a homespittle. Now, we have seen this a lot over the past couple of years. They've been pushing it into us, and it's not a good thing where they don't want you to come into the office anymore. They want to do a televisit. Well, I'm sorry, how does the doctor properly diagnose you unless he's, you know, putting the stethoscope on your chest and, and actually touching you from time to time in order to do certain things to find out how you're doing? It just can't be done. And like I said, that technology may happen in the future as well. It probably will. More and more things you can do at home, and that's a great thing. And there is some uh, 3D printing technology, which we've 
heard being used for a number of different things. And the concept of 3D printing a human organ will probably at some point in time come to existence. That's actually a very good thing, I think. And it would eliminate those problems if you could use your own cells to say, for instance, somebody was having a heart failure or whatever like that, which is happening more and more often these days because of people taking the clot shot. But anyway, so... You, uh, you can just simply print a new organ which is made from your cells. No, no rejection, no anti-rejection drugs required, and um, that's a good thing. So it'd be great to see that happen. Anyway, on to the next thing. Today's Syrian refugees are going to be 2030's CEOs. This one I haven't heard before. But they're talking about highly educated Syrian refugees. I didn't realize Syrian refugees were highly educated, but maybe they are. And they want them uh, in the workforce and apparently, uh, and then they're talking about this thing with climate change will have displaced a billion people. That's, I think that's debatable. Anyway, I'm going to move on from that one. I really don't quite understand that one. <clears throat> so the next one, and we are definitely seeing this. The values that built the West will have been tested to the breaking point. Well, we're seeing that. We're seeing a breakdown of values. We're seeing a breakdown of the values that created the United States of America. Those values were used in the creation of the founding documents, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, all of these things that were meant to guarantee that your inalienable rights would not be trampled on, which we have been seeing. And a lot of the reason for that, and I've been talking about this all the time, is ignorance. And let me also tell you, differentiate the difference between ignorance and stupidity. Okay, there are two completely different things. I've had people get offended with me for saying, well, you're just ignorant on, on this subject. And they think, oh my God, you're insulting. No, I'm not insulting you. Ignorance simply means that you do not know the information. It means that you haven't learned the information. Well, that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to eliminate ignorance. I'm trying to get people to be educated on the subject so that they can use critical thinking and make decisions on their own. Because a lot of what's going on is completely unconstitutional and illegal. But if you don't know what your rights are, and if you don't even know what rights are, then you'll just go along. And let me tell you, if you keep going along, if you keep giving in, the more people that give in and go along, eventually there won't be enough of people like me to fight back. There's, there's only so many of us. And even from what I understand, even in the Revolutionary War, there was a, only a certain number of people that were willing to fight. And other people just kind of stood by the sidelines and did nothing. So... I would say, don't let your morals get compromised. And I've, I've mentioned before, I'm, I'm proudly say that I'm a Christian and I live by Christian values. And a lot of our founding documents were based on Christian values and they're good things. I think last week I was mentioning with my uh, co-host, we were talking about how if everybody would simply just live by the 10 commandments, we would have no problems at all, none. <laughs> They would all go away. Literally, we could replace every law on the books with the Ten Commandments, and, and everything would be so much simpler. It's like, if you follow these rules, everything is going to be great. And that's true. So, 
On to number eight. It says, by the 2030s, we'll be ready to move humans to the red planet, toward the red planet. What's more, once we get there, we'll probably discover evidence of alien life. Maybe. <clears throat> Who knows? Um, one nice thing about space travel is that, and we've learned this over the years, on, on our history of space travel even going to the moon, discoveries get made, great discoveries get made. When you challenge yourself to do things that are currently not possible and you find out ways to make them happen, you discover new things. You make discoveries. A, a lot of the modern things we live with nowadays are things that are a result of discoveries made from the space program. Now, it's funny, you've got these people that are on the left and the whole green energy people are preaching the gloom and doom about planet Earth. And it's like, you know, we got AOC out there, the bartender, and she's talking about how in 15 years we're going to be underwater and the world's going to come to an end. And, and people have been saying this kind of stuff for many, many years, doing these doom and gloom predictions, and they don't come true. And, and so they talk about, well, we're just going to have to go to Mars. Okay, think about, think about the logic in this. It's like, okay, I think it's great if we can go to Mars. I think we should. I think we should explore the stars. I'm a big-time fan of exploring the stars. I would love to do it myself, but I guess it will just never happen. But who knows, you know. But anyway, so, so you leave a planet like Earth in which we have a breathable atmosphere and we, we have plant life and animal life which can live in, in our atmosphere and we're talking about escaping to Mars, a planet which has very little atmosphere, it's not breathable as far as we know, that you can't go there and grow plants, you can't grow there and have animals, but you know, who knows, <laughs> who knows if it's, that's true. I was, you know, I love conspiracy theories and on that topic, it's like I was watching some stuff a while back. They were talking about some of these photos from Mars and how these rovers, they, they give you these pictures that are kind of blurry. And it's like, why are they sending us blurry pictures from cameras on the rover that apparently don't even, they aren't even as good as the one on my cell phone? I don't quite understand that at all. Why they can't send us sharp, clear pictures from the red planet. And... If it's even red, or if we're even looking at it through a filter, who knows? I don't know. But, <clears throat> and we've got the fake news, which doesn't seem to tell us the truth about anything. So who knows? We're, maybe we're not being told the truth about that either. I don't know. But, so what I'm saying is, why would you want to escape Earth to go to some place that's completely, um, completely, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Inhospitable? that you can't just go outside, you would have to live under a dome, you'd have to live under some kind of life support system. <sighs> anyway, so uh, last thing I wanted to talk about is, I don't know if you guys saw that article about the California officials that raided the preschool. And we were talking about these masking policies for children earlier, and they were taking two-year-olds and they were interviewing them without the permission of their parents. 
people, we've got to stand up and we've got to push back against the tyranny because what they want to do is they want to, they want to take over your children. They're, they're conditioning your children from the time that they're toddlers, even supposedly Republican Mitt Romney. He's pushing masks for, child, for toddlers. They want to condition our children. They want us to live in fear. The mainstream media only tells you what they want you to hear. They are pushing a narrative, and I'm actually, I, I, I saw a couple other things where I was talking about mainstream news, and I was talking about Fox News and Newsmax earlier, in which they talk about the, this tyranny, and they talk about how the mask mandates are being pushed, and the vaxes are being pushed, and Yet, both Fox News and Newsmax are pressuring their people to get the vax. Now, they'll come out and say, oh, well, we're not requiring the vax for our, for our employees. But they're pushing them because if you don't get the vax, then they make you get tested every week. So they're pushing this swab in which they shove it. I've seen this swab being shoved up people's nose, and it's like all the way up into like where it's touching towards the edge of your brain, which is really, really uncomfortable. In, in my opinion, it kind of looks like torture. I've never had one and I never will. But these people are hypocrites and they say one thing, but then they're doing another thing to their employees. So anyway, be careful. And like I was telling my mom the other day, it's like, be careful how much mainstream news you knew, watch, including Fox. So, in conclusion, I welcome those business owners that are advertising with me. If you have a freedom-friendly business, advertise on this station and support this show and many others like it. Want to send me comments or suggestions? Email me at beccamarienm at gmail.com. Check out my new website, freedomspeakwithbeccamarie.com, where you can listen to replays of the show, have access to useful resources, follow, like, and share my Facebook page, I Am Being Censored. You can also check out my posts on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Telegram at Freedom Speak with Becca Marie. Freedom is essential. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. It's time to stand up and tell them Marxists, those that are helping to push their agenda, hell no, we won't comply. We are the resistance. <laughs>